The seventh annual Osmosis Con taking place October 10th to the 12th, 2021 at the Bahia Resort Hotel, San Diego is only a few weeks away. We have exciting news. You'll be able to attend this renowned event in person in San Diego or virtually through a dynamic online community. Cynthia Hetherington and the HG Group consistently deliver the best training at this open source intelligence skills building conference, and this year is no exception. You can learn more at osmosiscon.com. I want to talk to everybody today about scopenow.com. Scopenow has been a big time sponsor of this program for quite some time, and I just love their service. I've been using them since the beginning. I'm one of their beta customers, and it's been so awesome to see them grow into the business that they are today and just how they just keep reinventing themselves and pushing themselves to get more and more information. What it comes down to is, is Scope Now is a tool that you definitely need to use if you do social media investigations, any internet research, and really spending less time digging around and, and uh, looking for information. I think it's one of the best points of how Scope Now can help you. Their AI platform, their analytics are amazing. You really get an idea of what you need. You're reducing the time, you're reducing the manpower that you, you're spending on doing this research because they're essentially doing it for you and uh, they're doing it correctly, which is most important. One of the new things that they're actually offering is this flagging system where you can flag behaviors and really highlight and um, look out for fraud. If you're doing a lot of fraud research, uh, this is a fantastic tool and you can set up alerts. So you have uh, particular people that you're looking at, you can actually set up alerts to get notifications when the criteria that you set up is actually um, is flagged and goes off. It's really, uh, really amazing. And their relationship and association analytics are uh, top notch, really uh, cutting edge and really, really cool. When they brought that out on version three, it was a game changer. I mean, really being able to see how people interact together and, and uh, you know, having that relationship you know, analysis is really, really something that's cool. You know, one of the other things about being involved with Scope Now is their ability to offer webinars. Their team is cutting edge on putting together and getting out really, really great content. If you're a member of Scope Now, if you know who they are, you've seen them around on LinkedIn, you'll you'll know that they're constantly doing webinars on these new websites that are coming out, and uh, they're really staying on top of it. And don't forget, uh, any reports that you generate, you can actually white label those reports put your own logos on and, and really make them look professional, which you know could equate to more billing for you as well. So check them out today. It's uh, www.scopenow.com. They're a great, great company. They should be one of the tools in your toolbox along with whatever kind of uh, search engines you do. Uh, you need to make sure that ScopeNow is a part of that suite. ScopeNow.com. Are you an investigative professional? Did you know you can now find the best private investigator resources using investigatorstoolbox.com? It is a resource community built exclusively for licensed investigators and investigative professionals. This is the future of investigative learning, networking, and resource management. You can interact with some of the best investigative minds in the business in our community section. Our private investigator resources also have a robust learning section packed full of free training webinars, audio teachings, and helpful articles. Many teachings offer CLE credit. Our data resources section features over 225 free OSINT resources. This site is also designed to create a private personal resource library for your use when you do research. 
we have partnered with some of the best investigators and businesses in this industry to provide benefits and discounts to our members. We have over $1,250 worth of discounts and benefits available exclusively to members of the community. For less than 49 cents a day, you can access this amazing resource tool. Download the Investigators Toolbox app available on Android and iOS or visit our webpage at investigators-toolbox.com. The best private investigator resources and this amazing community are only a few clicks away. Welcome to Osmosis Quick Hits on PI Perspectives. Today we bring you our final episode highlighting some of the speakers at the 2021 conference in San Diego, California. We hope you've enjoyed the content. This week, Buddy Jericho joins the program. Buddy and Matt have a great chat about his class at Osmosis. Buddy's teaching about digital disinformation. This is especially interesting considering what's been happening in Afghanistan. So this is a great episode. Now, please welcome Buddy Jericho and your host, private investigator, Matt Spare. Welcome, everybody, to the Quick Hits edition of PI Perspectives. We are winding down with the Osmosis Conference, and uh, I believe we saved one of the best for last. Uh, I want to welcome Buddy Jericho to the program. Buddy's been a little bit busy working with uh, stuff that's been going on in Afghanistan, and uh, he's got a really, really interesting track, and I'm very excited to hear about it. So, uh, Buddy, I want to welcome you to the program. How are you? Very good, Matt, and thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, no problem. So um, it's not too late for folks to sign up for, for Osmosis. They can, uh, by the time this, this comes out, there'll be about 10 days left, so you can still get your butt out to San Diego, or you can um, you know, sign up virtually and attend the program as well. But, buddy, tell me a little bit about your background, and then we'll, we'll jump into your topic. Sure, Matt. I spent uh, about nine years in the Army as an intelligence analyst, I then transitioned over into human intelligence, which is, was really my passion in the intel field, at least until 2012, when we withdrew from Iraq and started winding down in Afghanistan. I was given an opportunity to build a course uh, leveraging open source information to teach members of the federal government essentially how to uh, you know, separate fact from fiction based on information coming out of the, uh, off of the internet and social media. As I started to get into the uh, open source information space, uh, I discovered OSINT. As we become more digital and more data is introduced to the internet and we become more of a connected world, I realized how important and critical uh, the OSINT skill set uh, is for people, especially our government right. and private sector businesses going forward. And so it became my new passion. And so in 2014, we established Echo Analytics Group, which was really built initially to train members of the Department of Defense and the FBI on how to not only analyze, but essentially collect, analyze, and leverage open source information to make decisions. Yeah, that's super interesting stuff, man. And I, I'm sure you've seen in that short amount of time how things have really changed and how we're so dependent now on you know our phones and things that are in front of us. And you know, even with these last few elections, you know, what you're reading is it really what's out there? Is it really the truth? Um, it, that is a mountain to climb, my friend. Yeah, Matt, it's tough because, you know, the average child today is exposed to more data in two days than a person was exposed to in their entire lifetime prior yeah. to 1970. It's crazy. And so whether it's, it's, it's real information or bad information, the reality of it is, is our children are exposed to it all day. And so yeah. are we. Yeah. And so 
what we've seen is that, you know, these echo chambers begin to form on social media yep. and people have these confirmation biases and the less effort we give to things like critical thinking and understanding where these data sets come from and who actually owns these data sets and the companies behind the data sets without that knowledge, without the average person having that knowledge, their ability to impact how we feel, how we think and how we act is significant. And so I think what we've seen over the past few years, at least in my experience, in my opinion, is people are starting to move more into these bubbles than right. ever before. Yeah, it makes sense. And, um, and, and I think that's one of the reasons OSINT is such an important discipline. Sure. Because it does require critical thinking skills. And people are being affected by these disinformation campaigns. Yeah. We see them yep. at Echo Analytics Group. We see them happening all over the place every day. And one of the other challenges, more importantly, for the United States uh, or for the American people is it's real easy to pull at our heartstrings. Uh, you know, as a, as a society, we are very emotional. And like what we saw with Afghanistan, you post an image with somebody being hurt or or imprisoned or treated in a way that we don't agree with. People will put money against that cause. People will be up in arms about that cause. And in some cases, those events aren't even happening. And so uh, that that's one of our most important roles, I think, in the Afghan effort and actually in several other efforts over the past few years. Is really just helping people see what the truth is, right. as opposed to what the media environment is telling us. Sometimes. Yeah, I want to I want to jump into that a little bit further. But before we do, I, you know, I read a um, an interesting article in the Wall Street Journal last week online uh, with regards to screen time and dopamine and and how our, the next generation of children are, are really you know that addiction is real. There's science behind it. The chem- the chemical <laughs> makeup of of what your brain is releasing, you know, when you're diving into uh, you know. Twitter or, or um, TikTok or any other stuff, you know, the stupid reels will get you, right? It's pretty crazy. And it's very interesting to see how you can use that for political gain or monetary gain on the stuff, using that science to your advantage. And I think it's so important why, you know, what you're doing is, is, uh, is super important. So tell me a little bit about what your role is with your company and, and what's going on in Afghanistan right now. Sure. So I'm the CEO of Echo Analytics Group. And our role in Afghanistan really is we have three lines of effort that we're supporting. And those three lines of effort are tied to a much uh, larger lines of effort, um, mostly getting people out of country and coordinating aircraft. But in terms of what our company is doing, our line of effort, one, is really to track the migration of people on the ground who want to get out of country. You know, AMSITs, SIVs, mm-hmm. visa card holders uh, that are in country that have not been able to get out. We've built a piece of technology that allows them to tell us where they are and what their current situation is. Right. So that's our first line of effort is just we need to know where those people are so that we can help them. The second line of effort for our company really is to uh, just separate fact from fiction, collect all the media that's coming out and uh, help decision makers that we support make decisions based on what's actually happening. Um, Our third line of effort is really more so tied to identifying friendly uh, organizations and groups on the ground that can help us with negotiating to get people out of country that are AMSITs uh, or visa cardholders. And so we've identified some people inside of Afghanistan who don't necessarily want to leave, but aren't necessarily fans of the Taliban. And so we're (laughs) engaging them to, to have them help us with some of uh, with, with our with our efforts, it's there. so crazy, man. It's like the Wild West over there, uh, or at least that's the way it's portrayed <laughs> on the news that you're reading. Yeah. You know, it's uh, well, well. And one of the things, a lot of uh, the Taliban, you know, in the West, we kind of um, 
we hear the group Taliban and we, we think of like, okay, that's an organization. That's a group. It's got a structure, you know, it's got a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but in fact, it doesn't, right. There are different Taliban groups in all different parts of the country. Yes. And yes. while they all subscribe to the name Taliban, they all operate a little bit differently. So for instance, the group of Taliban uh, operating in, in and around Kabul, they have their motivations and their desires are a lot different than say the group of Taliban operating up in Masri Sharif. And so while they all have the same name, they've got to be treated very differently. Yeah. Um, and it's that's sometimes hard for folks in the West to understand because when we think of, you know, like the FBI, the FBI has a mission. They kind of all operate under similar uh, protocol. Um, they may be a little bit different, but they operate under similar protocol. The Taliban, it's really, uh, it's, it's really a whole bunch of different groups that subscribe to the name. And so you've got to treat each region, each government a little bit differently, especially when you're trying to help people get out of country that, uh, yeah, or right. especially AMSIS. That, totally, that totally out. believe that. So let's talk a little bit about your, um, your teaching track, right? So digital disinformation, obviously we're, we're talking about that right now, but what are your plans are? What are you bringing to the table for your talk? Sure. So Matt, I had a really unique opportunity early on in the wars in, in the war in Iraq. Um, I was an interrogator uh, and I did other human intelligence work. But during that time, I actually got to meet with, uh, we, we wound up capturing the media emir of all of Al-Qaeda. And so with, during my time with him, he sort of explained to me exactly how uh, Al-Qaeda was using disinformation and how they were planning their operations around disinformation. And so I had that unique one-on-one experience with him to understand uh, their operations from his perspective. And he was able to show me some of the successes they had and some of the areas where they saw opportunity for growth as they expanded the caliphate and expanded their operations worldwide. Right. And so one of the things I hope to do in my class is not just talk about this information or give some examples. I actually want to walk people through the history and the evolution of disinformation, at least in the modern times, yeah. uh, and, and how they how they've done such a good job of studying and understanding not just the um, our governments, but also our people. So they know where our vulnerabilities exist, exist within civil society mm-hmm. and they leverage those things to expand and or to expand their efforts and their capabilities. Right. Right. So what, what do you think is, is the general uh, feedback that you're getting from these agencies that you're working with? I mean, are they like all in and, and do you think they trust you with the intel that you're giving them? Or is it like you have to sell them a, a bit on the idea of, of how you're developing the info? That's a great question. I think uh, open source intelligence five years ago, most people didn't even know what that acronym meant. Right. Um, now, granted, obviously it's been around uh, since, I mean, the establishment of the BBC was when we first started leveraging open source information for defense purposes. But uh, over the past five years, I think every people have started to realize, especially our clients, uh, how important this data is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're realizing that when we, you know, from a defense perspective, we no longer have boots on the ground in places like Iraq and Afghanistan like we used to or other countries. Right. And so our access to information is extremely limited, which to me is propelled open source information to the front of the line because in some cases, that's all the data that we have. So I think we're becoming a lot more comfortable with it. But one of the things we've done too as, a, as an organization is we've developed an open source information methodological framework. And so we don't just randomly you know, grab tweets or grab other pieces of social media information and make an assessment. Uh, we've actually built out the framework that all information goes into so it can be assessed from multiple perspectives and a level of validity can be given to that information. 
Right. And so we put that level of uh, scrutiny on the data uh, to ensure that it's it's going through the same wickets and protocols that any other type of information would in the intelligence community, like human intelligence or signals intelligence right. or measures and signatures intelligence. Mm-hmm. So we're applying those same analytical uh, discipline and processes to open source data that we would any other data set. And I think that makes people feel more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is going to be your first osmosis, right? You, you've not attended yet and uh, you, you get to, to come and screaming <laughs> like a speaker. Uh, I, I just love meeting folks like you at, at, at events like this, you know, because it's like it blows my mind because I, I would never, you know, I when would I have, uh, you know, the chance to talk to someone with your background, right? Uh, and just learn what you do and, and what you're about. And as a business owner, you know, somebody who, who does investigative work, you know, when when the need arises, somebody says, hey, do you know anybody that can do this kind of stuff? You know, you able you're able to do that because of the uh, the relationships that you develop. Uh, so I'm really excited to actually uh, meet you there. So we're going to wind down here. I, I'm going to ask you one silly question. So um, Loki was really popular a few months ago, and and it was based upon variants and different versions of yourself that were were out there. So if there was another uh, version of Buddy, what would that version be doing right now? If there was another, uh, you know, the biggest risk I took. Um, in starting a business as I walked away from a government job. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, for some reason, something came over me and I decided to take that risk and do it. Uh, and I'm really happy with my decision and we've grown as a company, but I think the other version of buddy would probably still be working for the government. Uh, <laughs> right. I'd still be, I'd probably be sitting behind a desk in DC right now, managing a platform of other intelligence folks in, in some foreign country. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's uh that's that's what another version of me would be doing. I guess you can't get away from it, man. It's in your blood. <laughs> it's in yeah, your, in yeah. your DNA. It's, yeah, you know when I, I my first deployment was to Bosnia back in '96, right? And I got my first taste of intelligence work, and uh, yeah, since then I just I, I've loved everything I do. Super so. interesting stuff, man. Definitely, definitely. Well, I look forward to meeting you in a couple of weeks, um, and I encourage folks again. It's not too late. Um, go sign up if you can get to San Diego in person. The resort is amazing. Um, you know the folks are going to be amazing that are talking. Go go check out the lineup, and uh, it'll be October tenth uh, to the twelfth, and uh, you know, just to be a, a really really special uh, special event. Um, so, uh, buddy, I want to thank you for for coming on, and uh, I thank everybody for listening the last few weeks to all the speakers, and I hope it's it's swayed you into deciding to go to this thing because I, I think it's going to be a really special event. We we got uh, gypped last year; we had to do everything virtually, um, but now we'll, you could do either or, so whatever is easier for you. So, thanks for uh, coming on, buddy. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate the opportunity, and uh, I look forward to meeting you and everybody yeah. else at Osmosis as well. Awesome. So, everybody, have a great rest of the week, and we'll be back with a regular show on Monday. Take care, everyone. Thanks to Buddy for jumping on and discuss this amazing topic. Still thinking about Osmosis? Now's the time to enroll if you haven't already. It's not too late. You can learn more about the event at osmosiscon.com. Links in the show notes. We also want to thank Scope Now and InvestigatorsToolbox.com for sponsoring the episode. If you haven't checked out the InvestigatorsToolbox.com yet, you're missing out on this dynamic resource community for the investigative professional. You can't beat it. Just use code PIP201836 and you'll save $20 when you join. And you can do just that through the app available on iOS and Android platforms. If you have a question or a comment about the show, email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. 
You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We want your feedback to bring you the best shows possible. And we'll be back on Monday with a new show. So tune in and stay safe.